Welcome to the C Word Podcast. I'm your host, Beck Hughes. This is where creative meets business. Here we explore what it takes to harness your creative gifts and turn them into a thriving business. You can have a brand and business that allow you to create work that feels amazing to call yours, have clients you love serving, and live a life that feels like the only place you want to be. Hello, my love. How are you? Welcome back to the SeaWorld Podcast. Or maybe it's welcome for the very first time. Either way, I'm super glad and grateful you chose to listen in to what I have to share for the next 20 minutes or so. And don't forget, actually, to connect with me in real life or as close as we get these days, which is on Instagram for most of us. (laughs) Send me a DM. You'll find me at Beck Hughes Branding and let me know what you thought. I always love to know who's listening and what you get out of the podcast. And I really appreciate those who take the time to share. In fact, I'll just quickly share a lovely review I had from Instaqueen33, who said, Nice to meet you. I got a little surprised by your accent, Beck, as in my head when I read your posts on Instagram and your emails. In my head, you sound Aussie. Not Aussie, (laughs) Instaqueen. laughing out loud. Love the first episode. I'm currently reading Atomic Habits and believe it or not, I buy shirts from Amy at Confetti Rebels because I mentioned Amy in that first episode. So go and listen to it if you haven't actually. It's an interview by me of me. So anyway, on with the episode. Today I'm going to talk about the distinction between freelancer and design or creative business owner because I think it's an important one. Not only are they very different, and as designers, it's important to know which you are and what you're getting yourself into, they also require very different investments and skills. And by investments, I don't just mean financial. I mean time, skill development, and resources type investments. And the reason it's important is being clear what you are and what you want to be, you can then make more informed decisions. Decisions about where you invest your time, what processes and systems you need, what assets you need, and what activities, marketing, profile building you need to do outside of delivering on your creative work. So if you're starting out in design and you want to be clear on the direction you take, Or maybe you're freelancing and you want to make the shift into greater creative client and financial control. Or you're not sure what you are. (laughs) Um, And now I've mentioned it, you think you better find out. Either way, this episode is for you. I'll get into the broad options and career paths available to designers. The main differences between freelancers and design business owners, those important distinctions, and what you need to shift in terms of your focus if you want to shift gears and step up as a business owner. So let's make a start. So regardless of whether you graduate with a design qualification or you're self-taught Everyone starts somewhere. And then generally, once a designer graduates or learns some of the skills and decides that's what they want to do, they will do one of four things. 
they can look for a job in a studio. So go into a creative agency where they join a team of other designers. And as the junior, they support that team and get the opportunity to hone their craft. So that's the first option. The second is they could go in-house. So they could find a job with a business working on the in-house design requirements for specific products and services. So generally that means you're working on one or several brands within a business. They might try their hand at freelancing. So essentially they work in multiple different agencies, studios as a short-term resource to fill the gaps of overcapacity or to bring a skill that that agency may not have. But that's usually it's based on bookings. So they may go on in for a few days, for a few weeks, and that's a continual thing that they do and they move around different agencies. Or the final option is that they start their own design business. Now, options one or two are essentially employment options. You take a job within an organization to share your design skills with that lucky employer. So either you're in a studio or you're in-house within an organization. Options three and four require not only your design skills, but also business skills. Because whether you're a freelancer or a creative business, you are a business owner. And this will mean you need to tick a few more boxes. It's not just about rocking up each day with your packed lunch doing your job and leaving at 5.30. (laughs) I'm being facetious, by the way. I know there's much more to it than that, but you get my drift. It's different. So that's a little bit of preamble to set the scene, to just talk a little bit about when you graduate or when you develop some of the skills and you decide that the path that you want to pursue is as a designer, a graphic designer, then there's some of the different routes that you can choose. So now onto the guts of the episode. And this has been prompted, this discussion that I want to have today, because I so often hear design business owners either describe themselves or be described by others as freelancers. And I just want to make it clear, first off, that this is by no means a comment on the choice to pursue the path of freelancing. Any choice that you make is extremely valid And as a designer, you will find what works for you. And there's a very good chance you'll move between these different choices and identities throughout your career. But when it comes to freelancer versus creative business owner, there are some practical differences that separate these two things. They are not the same. They have different definitions, essentially. But there are also some mindset challenges And ways you might perceive yourself that might mean that you're seeing yourself or labeling yourself and you're behaving like a freelancer when actually you're a business owner and that's how you need to behave. So it's a different thing altogether. It's a different job. It's a different skill set. It's a different way of behaving. So why do I even care? Why do I want to make a point about the difference between freelancer and creative business owner. Well, it's exactly as I've said, how you see yourself is so important because how you see yourself will influence how you behave in your work and in your business. And therefore it could well impact the type of business you build 
and potentially the growth and the success that you achieve. So if you're seeing yourself as a freelancer and behaving like a freelancer, then you may well be limiting the opportunities for your business because actually the way you should be behaving and the way you should be seeing yourself is as a business owner. So what I want to do is dive into that difference a little bit more. So I suppose to make sure that you're not potentially limiting yourself, the first thing to do is understand what the differences are. Because when you understand the difference, you can make sure that you're behaving in the appropriate ways. So the first difference between freelancer and creative business owner is who you do the work for. As a freelancer, your client is the design agency or the other designer. They are essentially the buffer between you and the end client who the work is being created for. Whereas creative business owners will work directly with the client. So they'll be the ones formulating the brief, presenting the work and managing the process. They have direct contact with that end client. Now with that comes the need to feed your pipeline of clients. Whereas as a freelancer, yes, you need to develop your client base of agencies, but very often freelancers have a pot of five or six agencies and they deliver the core of their work and they move around them. Whereas as a business owner, you need to continuously fill your pipeline. The second difference is the ownership of your work. And this is a really important one. And I think it's one that very often designers starting out as freelancers don't necessarily realize. So as a freelancer, you will more than likely agree to a contractual arrangement, essentially, which means that when you work for another agency, you have a non-disclosure clause, which means you can't talk about the work. So when you go in and you do design work or you hear about their clients or you get exposure to the briefs, you can't then go outside of that and talk about that work because that work and that relationship is owned by the agency, not you. So also that means that your work will be white labeled. And what that means is it's attributed to them, not you, which can often mean that you can't use that work on your socials, on your website or in your portfolio. You can't claim that work as yours. It belongs to the agency. When you were in that contractual arrangement with them, doing that work for them, you were essentially operating as their employee in some ways. The third difference is not all the time, but often there is a distinction in where you do the work. So as a business owner, like me, you work from where you like your office, your home office, a cafe, the beach, if you want, wherever you choose. Whereas when you freelance, more often than not, you'll be asked to go and work in the studio, in the studio of that particular agency. So that will result in you needing to use their equipment and the programs that they have available, which ultimately means Freelancers need to be more adaptable, potentially more able to switch between different equipment, different programs, different styles of working, even different types of briefs. 
The next point, the fourth point, is creative control. And there are a number of things here, actually. So as a freelancer, you don't get to pick and choose your brief or the type of projects you do. You get what you're given. And not having that relationship with the end client means you often don't get to present your own work or even control how it ends up. So you might start a brief, you might generate some concepts, but then other designers within the studio may may take them on. So there's a good chance you won't see the project through. But of course, none of that is true for a creative business owner. You start the process with the client, you develop the brief, you produce your own work, you present that and rationalize that work to the client and you see it through to the end. And some people love that in and out, just picking up the brief, doing the work, walking away, not having to worry about it, whereas some enjoy the process of seeing it from start to finish. And that's one of the things you may ask yourself when you're deciding, do I want to freelance or do I want to have my own creative business? The other thing is, as a freelancer, you are paid based on an hourly rate. So you complete a timesheet and you get paid an agreed rate based on the time that you've worked. And to an extent, the market does set your rate. So you will be compared to other freelancers. And unless you're one of the really good ones, the ones that are in demand, you'll be expected to be competitive. You will be compared and expect to sort of fit in with the hourly rate for your level and your skill set. Whereas a creative business owner doesn't have their earning potential capped in that way. So you can charge however you want for creative packages, work that you produce. And finally, there is a difference in the business systems and the tools that you have in place as a business owner versus a freelancer. So most freelancers will have a finite number of agency-based clients, like I said, and they will move around between those clients. And sometimes they may stay for months with just one client. So generally, they don't need as many of the business systems in place. They probably have a portfolio rather than a website. So something they can just email to new agencies. And really, that's all agencies want to see. They want to see your work and who you've done work for in the past. And the sum total of your business systems will probably be limited to an invoicing process. Freelancers don't market themselves and need to build their profile with the end client in the way that a creative business owner would need to. So the kinds of systems and tools that a creative business would need would far outpace and outweigh what a freelancer would probably need. So just to quickly recap on that, because there are a few things there, but the major difference is really between a freelancer and being and identifying as that creative business owner are who you do the work for, end client versus agency or other designer, the ownership of your work, where you do the work. Do you go into someone else's studio or do you work where you choose to work because you're in control? The creative control that you have to make choices about how your work ends up and the briefs that you might work on and the types of projects. The fact that your work is an hourly rate 
as distinct from a value-based or an outcome-based rate. And finally, the business systems and the tools and the other business acumen, if you like, that is required of you to run a business versus when you're operating as a freelancer. So I want to encourage you as a designer to be clear on where you sit and where you want to sit. If you're in-house or you're in a creative studio, a creative agency, and you want to make a shift, are you shifting to freelancing or are you going to be a creative business owner, for example? Are you a freelancer now? But some of the things I've discussed, like having to be adaptable, having less creative control, less earning potential, has worn a bit thin and you want to shift to being more in control as that creative business owner. Or maybe you're starting out and you're deciding what route you want to take. Being clear on that distinction of freelancer versus creative business from the very beginning will ensure you set your enterprise up in the right way. And don't get me wrong, as a business owner, there is a lot to think about. I talk in a bit more depth about several of these things in episode 12 of the C Word podcast, which is all about designing your creative business to thrive, essentially. So what are all the things that you need to consider and work through as a business owner? And I go a lot deeper into that creative growth framework. So if you'd like to go a little bit deeper on that and find out a little bit more about what those things are, then go and check out that episode. But essentially, the key things to consider would be that as a creative business owner, if that's your choice, if that's the route you want to take, or if that's the shift you now want to make, you have to invest much more in yourself. So invest in your mindset as a business owner. Are you setting yourself up with the right emotional tools for success? Are you challenging some of perhaps your limiting beliefs and the way you see yourself to give yourself the best chance of success? And challenging some of those things that designers often face. Things like comparing yourself to other designers, feeling compelled to hide behind your work and not show yourself feeling that you need to be productive all the time on creative work. A lot of those mindset issues are things that can hold you back. And the other thing that you need to do to invest in yourself is your personal brand. Because as a business owner, you really do need to develop your identity and who you are. Because ultimately, that is what's going to attract the right clients to you. You'll need studio processes that allow you to manage your workload as well as your finances, cash flow, budgeting, the investments that you need to make. You'll be responsible for managing all of your equipment, how you file, how you store work for the long term. You'll need to package and price your work for profit rather than using an hourly rate, filling out a timesheet, getting paid. The other thing you'd need to look at would be client management processes. So as a freelancer, the client is essentially managed for you. And your client manages you most of the time. But now, as a creative business owner, you need to ensure that you serve your client really well, that projects run smoothly. And your client gets that amazing, positive, memorable experience that you want them to have. That, as I've talked about before, ensures that they become your biggest fans, your referrers, your repeat business, those who want to stay on a retainer. 
and you'll need a scale strategy to ensure that you continue to build your profile and your growth momentum in your business, that you keep building, acquiring those new clients. And you'll also need a plan to continue to upskill because when you're outside of a studio environment, you're unlikely to have that learning, education, that mentoring from other designers. So you will become much more responsible for upskilling yourself and for not only maintaining your design skills, but continuing to add to them, enhance them, keep on top of new technologies. So where are you? Are you starting out? Are you in a studio? Are you in-house? Perhaps you're looking to make a change. You've been operating as a freelancer, but realizing you need to be doing more and want to shift the dial and take more control. So perhaps this has been a light bulb episode for you and you've realized that actually your opportunity is to be and behave like a creative business owner, but perhaps you've been operating with more of a freelancer mindset. I'd love to know. Let me know where you sit and where you want to sit. And if that shift or that desire to make a shift from freelancer into creative business owner or that you're starting out, if any of this resonates with you. So thanks for joining me again on the C Word podcast. That's it for another episode. And I look forward to chatting to you again soon. Thank you so much for joining me, Beck Hughes, on the C Word podcast. If you like what you heard, subscribe, leave a review, and share with your friends and business buddies who might like to listen in too. The music for this podcast is by Red Productions on Pixabay.